Taking up your cross, suffering and sacrificing have been superseded with name it and claim it. And as dark as I know it looks out there, the good news is that God is advancing his kingdom. It's very exciting to be a part of his great commission. It's Sheila Zelensky. The Sheila Zelensky Show, the only show to give you the truth behind the headlines, prophecy, and the deeper things of God. Now. Here is your host, and time watchwoman, Sheila Zelinsky. Hello, listeners, and welcome to the Sheila Zelinsky Show. I am your host, Sheila Zelinsky, for this February 4th, 2015, Wednesday edition. Thank you for tuning in across the globe, folks, and hello to all the WWCR listeners, and a special shout-out to Debbie Tucker, my sis in Monticello, Kentucky. Love you, Debbie. I'm very excited to introduce you to my guest. Today, I'm talking this hour to the Smart Meter Wrecking Ball, Dr. Laura Presley. She's the highly acclaimed Texas activist who's been featured many times on Alex Jones and worked and has worked for over 22 years in the science and semiconductor industry as an engineer and manager at Motorola, advanced micro devices and freescale semiconductor. She's authored numerous peer-reviewed research publications in U.S. patents. She was a government accountability activist in Texas. She's testified against the TSA, fluoridation of municipal tap water, and most recently implementing the first ever smart meter opt-out program in Texas. And now she added something else to her impressive list of accomplishments, running for Austin City Council, and she'll get into telling her story about how that was. So welcome to the program, Dr. Presley. Well, Sheila, thank you so much for having me. I just love your show, and thank heavens you are an absolute angel on this earth, educating everybody on these really hard topics that are difficult for everyone to understand, and you are just you do such a great job at it, so thank you. Well, you know, i got to tell you, personally, to me, smart meters, this whole smart grid technology is a huge issue. I've worked tirelessly the last 10 years to really come against this smart grid, and it, it is a sci-fi, and people really need to understand what these are. So, Dr. Laura, first, tell our listeners what got you involved in the issues of smart meters. Well, that's a great question. It was about three years ago, my husband and I were noticing some health issues and things like headaches and what now I would term um, involuntary muscle contractions that we would have on a periodic basis. And we would notice these as we were going to sleep at night. Our, our legs would kind of just kind of jerk. The muscles would contract and it would, uh, would jerk a little bit. 
And this went on for about a year, a little more than a year, and we could not figure out what was going on. We just, you know, were just really surprised at, you know, this involuntary muscle movement that was occurring. My husband and I are both engineers, and so he started counting the seconds between the jerks of our legs, and it was 25 seconds, and that was a really wake-up call for us, that this thing was a periodic stimulation that was going on completely beyond our control. And we were set out on a mission to try to figure this out. And so we looked at several things in our home. We knew this was an electrical stimulation. We looked at compressors. For example, like our air conditioning compressor, was that coming on every 25 seconds? You know, in our refrigerator, in our air conditioning unit, et cetera, what was causing this periodic stimulation? And we couldn't find it. And so we had a friend who had a radiation meter, a high-frequency radiation meter from gigahertz solutions and he brought it over and we measured our smart meter and it was pulsing every 25 seconds so we called our utility company we were thinking gosh you know something is just not working correctly this this should not be occurring on this periodic basis like this especially at night when we're trying to go to sleep when we were noticing these and they came out and yes it was pulsing every 25 seconds and so that started the ball rolling where i was working with our utility department here in austin texas austin's interesting we as a municipality we own our own electric company and so it, we were not dealing with an encore or a center point you know a very distant private entity supplying our power to our home it was a utility company owned by the city and we as taxpayers in the city own this utility and so they were very responsive. We worked with them for about a year. We ended up with a opt-out program, one of the cheapest in the United States. We have a program where it's a $75 fee to replace it with an old analog meter and then $10 a month for them to come read it. Now, we were not happy about the fees. We tried really hard to get a no opt-out fee option, but we just couldn't do it. So we settled for the next best thing. So that kind of is how it started. And, you know, since then, I've learned so much there is an actual diagnosis, medical diagnosis. People can go on WebMD and look up periodic limb movement. It is a illness that you can that is on the web. Periodic limb movement. It's a subset of other type of sleep disorders. And interestingly, in the diagnosis of this, when it describes the what happens to you know your body as you as this is occurring, it is a pulse of someone's leg every 20 to 40 seconds and this is on WebMD and so I'm like this is exactly what my husband and I were dealing with and you know they recommend that on WebMD that you should take sedatives to try to minimize um, the effects of this so you can sleep at night because what this was doing was waking us up at night these little leg jerks and so interestingly there is a diagnosis out there now that's periodical in movement from every 20 to 40 seconds, and I'm, in, I'm, in, I'm really surprised. We didn't have to take any medication. We opted out and went the route of no medication to increase. Isn't that incredible, though? Just take Isn't some it? sedatives. <laughs> <laughs> Periodic limb movement <laughs> syndrome or something. I don't know what the, the last Well, of course, is, people have all heard of them, but really explain to people what are smart meters and talk yeah. about the electrical design of smart meters and how it employs yeah. this switching mode power that generates very high levels of electromagnetic frequencies. Yes. So what happens is there are two types of smart meters. One type, which I think is the worst of, of, of the two worlds, 
is it has a wireless radiation signal that that pulses every, like it says, 20 to 40 seconds. And so you get this huge pulse of high-energy radio frequency. Then you also get a pulse of, there's typically there are two channels that these things operate under, a high-energy radio frequency, RF, and then microwave. And that is a big problem. And so it's communicating with the wireless network and the utility company. They usually have these data concentrators on the power lines that accept this data. And again, those concentrators are communicating with the smart meters. So you're having a two-way communication. Smart meters pulsing, and then these data collectors are pulsing also in neighborhoods. And these, these data collectors can have a range of over a mile. So that is really scary. So you've got so much radiation you know, going on at your home and your neighborhoods. And so that's kind of how it operates, communicating your electricity usage. And why does it have to communicate every 20 to 40 seconds? That's beyond me. You know, that's a, that's a good question right now. But then the other piece of this is that it causes electrical pulses within the circuitry, the electrical circuitry of our homes. Think of your house, and if you could see through the walls, you could see the electrical lines, the copper lines going through your home, and it just surrounds each room you know, in your home, and your circuit breaker box has multiple circuits on it that, you know, you can turn on and off, and each circuit deals with a circuit in your home. And so when these things pulse, they send an electrical pulse through the circuitry also. So now not only do you have radiation, you have an electrical pulse, a voltage, it's called a voltage transient. And the switching mode power supplies, which these smart meters employ in the they're digital, and so they have a computer chip in there. And these switching mode power supplies actually create a lot of voltage noise themselves because they're converting, they're going back and forth between DC and AC. With the chips in the in the smart meter can only accept a DC current, and so it has to all has to kind of change the AC current to the DC and then DC back. And so it's it creates this huge noise along, you know, these lines in your home. So it you know you get you get hit two ways with radiation and plus the electrical noise. That's very scary. I mean, the culmination of that. In October of 2013, the American Academy of Environmental Medicine issued a report, and it was documenting the negative health effects associated with smart meters. And in the report, interestingly, it called for physicians to consider the role of EMF and RF in the disease process, diagnosis, and treatment of patients. That's huge. I mean, are you surprised that so far doctors really have not been paying attention to this, Laura? Yes, I am surprised. You know, the, um, what you just read is this a absolutely kind of nail in the coffin for smart meters. But again, it got no press, and it got except on your show. <laughs> you know, on the on you know the big mainstream media, this is you know this is something they did not cover. And I was very so encouraged when the American Academy of Environmental Medicine put this out, and they called for a moratorium against these smart meters until more studies are done, and they are trying to educate doctors on these health effects because they are severe. Just imagine, we did not, you know, thousands of years ago, we did not have these pulsing devices near our heads or near, you know, our living spaces. Our bodies cannot deal with this. This is not something that that we've been able to evolve a resiliency to. 
we just not had the time. If you think about all this wireless radiation, it's only been going on for about the last 10, 15 years. I mean, you just imagine, it, it, is, it is almost like a, just a blip in time that this, thing, this kind of stuff just hit us. And our bodies just cannot, cannot tolerate it. One of the things that this, it's really interesting, this WebMD diagnosis of periodic limb movement, they talk about who is susceptible to this. And it's very interesting. One of the one of the things that they say, medical conditions are people who are prone to anemia. And what's very interesting to me is that this is the mechanism that these smart meters have been shown to affect. They damage red blood cells. And so what happens is the people who are sensitive to these things, and I think everybody's sensitive to them. Actually, just do you are you aware of it or not? But anemia is a fingerprint blood test to go and look and say, you know, what happens is these these red blood cells are damaged by the radiation and they become where they can't transfer oxygen. So people are fatigued and tired and anemic because they're trying to reproduce these, these red blood cells over and over again because they're being constantly damaged. So anemia is a big, big sign that you've got some radiation issues going on, especially in men. My husband and I both had anemia and Men just typically don't have, you know, problems with being anemic. Women do. And um, so when we stopped being, when we opted out and, and shut off some of our wireless devices in our home, the anemia went away. So Isn't that incredible? Real. Well, and think about, is. here's the interesting thing. So there's two things as you were talking. I was thinking about Josh DeSoul's award-winning documentary, Take yes. Back Your Power. What's interesting is they actually did a real-time situational, they went and stood the person close to a smart meter and the red blood cells start stacking up and even bursting in some cases. Did that shock you? Oh, I was I was just mesmerized when I when I saw that data. And it's a it's a beautiful representation. It's a visual representation he's using in, in that documentary. Um, I think it's a, a dark field microscopy picture of red blood cells and how they stack up on like you said, stack up on each other. They're not able to transfer oxygen efficiently and and they have this bottle capping effect of the sidewalls where that you can see the sidewalls are beginning to expand and burst. And so the red blood cells are becoming damaged, i.e. anemia. And so this is all, it all makes sense now. Think, you know, looking back at the symptoms I had from a personal standpoint, looking at the, what the research is showing, this stuff is so consistent and it's real. Well, and you know, this is a thing that people have to get. All of today's wireless devices, smart meters, baby monitors, cell phones, cell phone towers, cordless phones, laptop computers, your iPads, TV games, Wi-Fi routers, your kids' Xbox or the PlayStations. I mean, every bus, train station, plane station, coffee shop, they all contain Wi-Fi. And this emits, folks, listen to this, it emits low-level pulse non-thermal radio frequency EMR, so electromagnetic radiation, which scientists and militaries, Dr. Laura, have all over the world, they know it's harmful to people, flora, and fauna. Yes, and and you just, you can't avoid it if you're a professional and you're, you have to have a phone and you've got, you know, different devices in your home. And so what we tell people is, what we have to do is minimize it when you go to sleep at night because that's when your body repairs. If your body cannot calm down and repair itself at night when you're sleeping, you're constantly under attack and you just cannot, you can't get a break 
from, you know, the radiation and the damage that's occurring. So, you know, one of the things people can do, they can choose to turn off their devices, you know, at their home because we, we all have choices. We can turn off our Xboxes. We can turn off our routers and our modems. And well, interestingly, you know, I've measured a lot of different homes here in Austin and helped people who are very sensitive. We had a, we had a, a woman who called us whose daughter was having seizures and when they opted out of their smart meter, her seizures stopped. So it just it just tells you it's affecting brain waves. And so you really have to make the choice of kind of, you know, less convenient devices around your house and, and just say, especially when you're going to sleep at night, unplug everything. Just unplug it. Let your body calm down. Let it repair. And then you get up in the morning and then you can go, you know, go out and, and into the real world where all this this stuff is happening and you can tolerate it and you can have some resiliency to it but if you don't repair your body at night that's when cells start um, mutating and you have damage and you're you're just your body's exhausted and, and it can't repair the way it normally would well what are the most common health effects i mean i really like the bio initiative report yeah. it is really an extensive summary of the health effects with this low intensity non-ionizing electromagnetic radiation and why is it significant though because when you think about these pulse wires rf in the microwave signals yeah. every five to thirty seconds sort of give us a culmination of why that's important and the health effects yeah so some of the the common health effects are, and, they, and you kind of go up in a, a scale of intensity. Headaches are probably one of the first things that people notice. What happens is you have some inflammation and you have swelling. As your red blood cells are not transferring oxygen and as your cells are being damaged, the inflammation mechanisms kick in and, and you just start getting inflamed so you get a headache. You can get migraines. Headaches are probably the first pass. That's one of the things I first noticed when I'm in a, um, in a field that's very, very strong. And so there's also a term that one thing that this is a very interesting term that's brought up in the in the documentary Take Back Your Power, a flash headache. I've never heard that term before, but a young a young girl, a teenager in the documentary explained how she felt as she passed by a smart meter. She said she got this and she used her hand, I don't know if you remember this, Sheila. She put her hand up to her head, right, her head right. and she just kind of spread her fingers apart like a flash headache. Yeah. And it is, and it comes and it goes because it's an inflammation, instant inflammation, and it's just overwhelming, and then it stops. It's not like a normal headache that takes, you know, 10 or 15 minutes after you take an Advil or a Tylenol for it to go away. It's a flash headache. So that's a big sign right there, and that's usually the first sign. I mean, you can notice, you can sometimes notice skin sensations, like, you know, like something's touching your skin a little bit, and that's also, that's something that, you know, I've heard, heard people experience. And then I've also heard as you go, kind of go further and more problematic symptoms are digestive, digestive um, issues where tummies are gurgling and people are having digestive problems. Chest pains, I've heard of that. I've heard of ear aches. You know, when people hold their phones up to their ear for way too long, you know, you'll, you'll get an earache. I've heard of people with, um, they have iPhones that their wrists get numb and their fingertips are numb. I mean, just imagine that, that people are noticing these things. I have a, a little flip phone. I don't use an, an iPad or, or a, you know, a, a very strong phone 
just just to minimize it because I'm on the phone a lot and I want to minimize it as much as possible. I have a little cheapo flip phone. But I have had friends who said their fingertips get numb and their wrists get sore from using their iPhone or their iPad. Yeah, I've had that that too where my fingers just go completely numb where they start tingling. That's absolutely, yeah. I mean, think about, you know, pulsed electrical skin sensations and this, you know, periodic, like you had, periodic (laughs) muscle twitching. You know, there's cardiovascular regularities. Some report, you know, when they're trying to sleep that there's this, again, twitching. And I mean, this is an absolute... We're being bathed in a chemical stew of toxicity here. This is a sci-fi. I know. It's very sad. And, you know, it's interesting. Thank God for your shows, Sheila, because this is the only place where people are being told this stuff. This is the only place. And because it's not convenient financially for, you know, a lot of these corporations. So... You know, it, it's going to take all of us getting out there, talking to each other, talking to our friends. I was at a friend's house yesterday, and I measured his house with this radiation meter. <laughs> and and it, all I could hear was, oh, my God. And he just kept saying this over and over <laughs> as he was going through his house. And here's another thing. You know, we've always been told, you remember in the 70s when, because I'm 52, I remember in the 70s when Michael Evans first came out, and how they said, don't stand in front of them. You know, this really strong, you know, radiation is not good for the children and all this. And and we measured his microwave. Oh heavens! It was like the hugest. It was off the chart on the on the meter. Couldn't even wow. be maxed out. And that was just standing in front of it. And he, you know, we don't realize this. Our microwave ovens are not even shielded appropriately. I remember on one show you were on with me. You said the word, and I never forgot this. It was like. When your body's trying to rest, now people have to think of this, because the radiation emissions are not visible to the eyes, we're not consciously aware of the huge amount of radiation being emitted by these pulsing smart meters, yet our bodies are sensitive and feel the effects of this pulsed radiation. And you said a scenario, I never forgot it, you said, it's like your body's trying to rest and somebody's flicking on the light switch every three seconds. That's right. You couldn't sleep with that. You couldn't do it if if you if you if you laid in bed and someone flipped on a light on and off on and off every twenty seconds or whatever you could not go to sleep and that's this is exactly what's happening these pulses are are hitting us they're not in the visible spectrum they're off in the lower energy spectrum of radio frequency and microwaves we can't see them but our bodies can feel them and it is you cannot go to sleep well and as you said from a biological yeah. standpoint. It has been shown that those red blood cells are damaged, and when they're damaged, they can't transfer oxygen efficiently. I mean, think about the, I mean, you're a brilliant doctor. You're trained in chemistry, engineering, archaeology. You're a very brilliant woman, and you're obviously very familiar with peer-reviewed scientific studies. When you were researching this information, I mean, what really shocked you? I guess I'm asking what you were most surprised to learn in all of this. Yeah, the most, the thing I was the most surprised was, was the red blood cell damage. I think that is, if, if people could just watch one thing, and we have that on our, I want to mention our website at austinsmartmeters.com. We have a section on testimonials. And if anybody watches just one thing, it is that red blood cell image the dark field microscopy picture of the red blood cells being damaged and how they just repair themselves when you get out of it. And that explains these these flash headaches, these flash symptoms that occur. And that, to me, was the strongest, most powerful thing that, and it's visual, and people, you just can't argue that. 
You just can't argue the damage that's occurring. You know, just it's a very powerful picture. I guess the other piece of this is, Dr. Laura, it's not just a health issue as sci-fi as that is, because again, we are getting bathed in this toxic stew of, you know, cell towers and phones and all this Wi-Fi. But the other issue is the huge privacy issue with all this Big Brother. We're getting pummeled six ways to Sunday with our privacy being invaded, hacked, tacked, and attacked. I mean, the more staggering data is that individuals using these kind of um, Wi-Fi enabled tablet computers, I mean, not only can they be exposed to electromagnetic fields up to 16 volts, but then you have all these other signals that the DHS and other alphabet soup agencies are saying, we're going to spy on you through your smart meters. And look at CIA Director David Petraeus. He said that the rise of new smart gadgets means that Americans are effectively bugging their own homes. And he went on to say that they identify persons of interest through your smart appliances. So he's saying, hey, we're going to spy on you through your smart appliances. They're going to force people to buy all these smart appliances. They're phasing out the old appliances, and it's all the smart appliances, smart TVs, smart devices. Folks, anytime you hear the word smart, just think devilish. I mean, I'm sure it's no coincidence that the NSA is currently building a monolithic, heavily fortified, some $2 billion facility deep in the Arizona desert, and it's surrounded by mountains. This center, with every listing post, spy satellite, and NSA data center connected to it, will make the NSA the most powerful spy agency in the world. So you can see this is a very nefarious agenda, and you're just pretty much going to do it and like it. You know, you're going to buy what we say, you're going to have what we say, we're phasing out all this other technology, and you're going to buy smart, 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 smart cars, smartphones, smart appliances, smart grid technology. It's just, it's a very hellish Big Brother scheme. George Orwell's 1984 is playing out more like a newspaper than a 1940s dystopic novel. That's a nightmare. It is a nightmare, and people don't realize what the consequences are from a radiation standpoint. Just the radiation background is just being raised up and up and up, orders of magnitude. And the privacy issues are real. You know, why does my electric company need to know my electric usage every 30 seconds? What on earth are they doing with this information? Why do they need it? They don't need it. You know, that just right there just tells me, why wouldn't they pulse once a day, maybe noon? You know, you want my information? Pulse once at noon and leave me alone, especially when I'm sleeping. Just what it is that they're constantly pinging the system for data. Why? Well, they're monitoring people. Like they can tell if you turn on a power tool, if you shower too much. They can tell if you bootleg (laughs) off the grid. And where is all this information going is the question. How much much memory do they need (laughs) for everybody (laughs) under the sun? Oh, my gosh. I know in Canada, a lot of the states... They were able to get them out of the whole province of Saskatchewan due to, uh, it wasn't just health effects, but some of them were catching on fire, thank God. But there's still places where they're mandating it, and you don't even have an opportunity to switch over to an analog. It's so sad. It is just so sad. And, you know, in here you have, you'll have families with little infants or children or babies, and their room is right on the wall with where the smart meter is. Now, look at apartments. This is, this is what's really sad to me, and I've had friends that have had to deal with this. Apartment complexes, which will have maybe 20 to 30 to 40 smart meters on one bedroom wall, right, because the, the complex is all of their electricity comes into one location, and 
they put them all on one wall because they thought that's how they were going to, you know, manually read these and they were being efficient with building and all this stuff. What happens now is you have 20 to 40 smart meters on one wall and you'll have a child or a baby or an infant's bedroom right next to it. And that is just, that is just so, that breaks my heart, Sheila, because parents don't know the damage that's occurring. And, you know, like I said, we had a girl who, she was having seizures at night. They opted out of their smart meter and the seizures stopped. Incredible. You can say that's anecdotal. I don't care. You know what? If my child's having seizures and if I can opt out of my smart meter and her seizures stop, I'll do it. First of all, I'm going to tell you that documentary, Take Back Your Power, is essential for people to watch because I almost think there's got to be a device that people can go test this for themselves because if you could really see in real time the levels of EMR, I mean, that would be stunning alone, wouldn't it? It would be. I I wish... You know, if we could see it, we wouldn't be tolerating this. There's no way we would be tolerating. We we're we're tolerating this because people are not educated and they can't see it. Some of us are are kind of the canaries in the mine shaft, and we can feel it, and we're more sensitive. And as as it becomes higher and higher levels, more people are going to complain because you're now getting into that bell curve distribution of people that are sensitive. And you know, one thing Canada and Europe have taking the first steps into banning Wi-Fi in schools, banning Wi-Fi in daycares, because they know of the effects it's having on children. And that's the leading indicator that we need to get to here in the U.S. Start banning this stuff for, because, of, because of children. Because children's brains and their skulls are not as large and robust and as thick as adult brains are, adult skulls. And so little children, you know, infants have very thin skulls. They're going to feel these effects before we do and be damaged before adults are. And so that, to me, is our our sensitive population that we need to be paying attention to and, and writing, you know, laws based on that. Well, you're absolutely right. We have to start getting involved in, with lawmakers. Because this isn't a Mary Shelley or a Gene Roddenberry movie, folks. This <laughs> is a sci-fi come to life. I mean, there's even infertility issues. And it kind of reeks of depopulation because we already know that these nefarious globals set on record. They want a nice, manageable population of about 500 million. It's right on the George Guidestones. So when you think about geoengineering and chemtrails and GMO frankenfoods and chemicals like fluoride in the water. I mean, this is a culmination of just a hellish plot. I agree. And, you know, we have have choices. We can turn our stuff off at night. We can choose not to have a high-powered iPhone. We can choose to use a landline on our computer. These are all choices. Now, are they convenient choices? No. All right, but you have to make, you know, each one of us has to make our own decisions of what we're willing to do and how important our health is. To me, my health is, is incredibly important because if I don't have that, I can't see my grandbaby in Seattle and, and I, yeah. can't, I can't do what I, I need to do. And so we've made choices in our family to, you know, kind of back up a little bit. Not completely. Like I said, if you can heal at night, that's the most important thing. But we have choices. There's, you know, we're very concerned, you know, about smart meters that are imposed on us by our electric company. But we have choices in our own home that are worse than our smart meter in some cases, and we still have them. And so, you know, I don't, I don't give us much, <laughs> much, you know, leeway because we have those choices and we have to say no to, the, to the, having the phone, you know, using it as an alarm clock at night. 
Get a battery-powered alarm clock. Don't use your cell phone, your iPhone, for an alarm clock. Just go you know, get really, one of those old-fashioned alarm clocks. Yeah, get clocks. a battery-operated little <laughs> clock, you know, with a with an alarm on it. You know, you don't have to have a uh, Xbox. You don't have to have a router. You can have a landline coming into your home. And it's actually quicker. It's actually uh, it operates at a higher speed from an Internet search standpoint. So there's all these options. Consumer options that we have chosen that we can back up a little bit and say no that latest gadget no i'm not, I'm not going to do that because of the radiation well and when it comes to these government officials imposing i mean the bottom line is whether people want to believe this or not the government works for us hypothetically not the <laughs> other way around but yet when they're imposing these draconian legislations you're going to take it and like it and shut up and sit down and be a nice little compliant minion and you're just going to get bathed in this stuff i mean the bottom line is that people do think you can't fight city hall which is a good segue to you running <laughs> for you actually oh, ran yes. for an elected official position what was that experience like it was amazing and i you know it was just so informative and what i got to learn about this was that people human beings are so unique we want to hear messages in ways that we want to hear them and that that goes with a the campaign there are you know in our in our district here in austin Some people respond to emails. Some people respond to direct mail. Some people respond to radio ads or flyers or whatever. And everybody is unique. And it just, it just warms my heart that we have, you know, all of us are so different, but we're all the same. We're all part of one body of God. And I, I really firmly believe that we are all connected. Everything is important to each of us, you know, in a different way. And so, that was that was just the beauty of the campaign that, that I learned as a you know because I'm an engineer and and but I am a woman so I have kind of both sides of the brain you know the engineering side and also the female side the mother side and you know that was just the most beautiful experience that I that I had throughout the whole campaign you know it was it was a difficult thing because a lot of the positions that I've taken and a lot of activism that I've been involved in for the last decade got really attacked with regard to fluoridation in the water. You know, I'm a chemist. I have a Ph.D. in chemistry. And, and, you know, my positions on the dangers of fluoride, the chemistry of fluoride was in, in question. I'm like, how can you question that? That I'm a chemist. <laughs> this is my – I'm a subject matter expert in this regard. But there's still a lot of misinformation out there with regard to fluoridation, with regard to radiation issues like smart meters and all of that. So that got attacked from, you know, the standpoint of, of – you know, not being mainstream, and I got to see again how non-mainstream this knowledge is. But then I also was grateful because the amount of effort that my opponents spent on bringing up these topics really moved the ball forward for these issues. <laughs> so it was, it was really bittersweet in the sense that it was it scared some some voters. Yeah. But then on the other side, it really educated another group of people that I couldn't get to because of the, the amount of money that was spent on, on this stuff on, from, from our opponent. So I did run for city council. When we got the results back of the election, they were not what we expected, what our polls had shown, et cetera. And so we were going back looking at the numbers, and we have since filed an election contest because the numbers aren't adding up. We have, in some cases, more votes and more ballots than there were voters in our race. And so those are discrepancies that are just hard 
you know, hard numbers, discrepancies. We had mail-in ballots that looked like they were counted more than once. We have ineligible voters look like they, they voted. So we are going back now. We've done a recount. We um, we're not satisfied. We didn't get reconciliation of the numbers, and so now we're doing a, an election lawsuit contest and going through trying to understand with discovery where the numbers don't match up and and what's being missed here. So we're not giving up. We are going to keep pushing forward and get to the bottom of of the election discrepancies that we found. Nonstop. Nonstop. (laughs) Well, isn't it amazing? Because, of course, there's never been any voter fraud in the history of the U.S. (laughs) Oh, no, you know, there's not. You know, and so what what we're saying, there were some procedures that were really ignored during the election and basic things like zero tapes of electronic voting machines, results tapes were not run as per our Secretary of State's procedure. So a lot of sloppy sloppy procedural things happened, which those procedures are there so that you, you have an accountable and accurate election and transparent election. And in a lot of cases, these things were just ignored. And so that doesn't help the situation. So we're, we're trying to go back precinct by precinct, in trying to understand exactly where the numbers aren't matching up and why there are more ballots than there are voters. That's just that's a problem right there. Well, and it's always amazing to me how strong conservative Christians somehow always have a tougher time getting into bureaucracies. <laughs> yes, you know, I, I, I've seen that too. Um, but we're going to keep going. We're going to keep moving forward. We're keeping people up to date on our election contest. It's at presleyforaustin.com. And it's P-R-E-S-S-L-E-Y-F-O-R-A-U-S-T-I-N.com. And we're taking donations for our election contest because this is going to cost money. And But, you know, interestingly, this gets put in the lap of, of myself, you know, a candidate who just can't walk away from it. I can't look at the data and the numbers not match and just say, well, whatever. This is That's just not my personality. So my personality is to go forward, figure out what's wrong, and, you know, it's a leading indicator of something else. And so we want to try to fix so that this doesn't happen to other people. And, um, yeah. Your slogan should be my slogan, waging war and corruption. You've testified against the TSA and you've went against right. the fluoridation of municipal yeah. tap water. What was the biggest learning in that? And, I mean, testifying against the TSA, you look at these draconian body scannings and let's just fire you inside this oh here's your option we can strip search and molest you or you can go in this big radiation i mean that is a nightmare it is a nightmare and what's interesting if you'll sit back and watch the tsa agents when a woman comes through who's pregnant or a woman or a family comes through with children they will divert the children and divert the pregnant woman away from the body scanner just watch it. That's that's their that's their own TSA procedures, and so if if a pregnant woman should not go through that, I'm sure there are people who have other type of sensitivities. People, you know, children with autism, people that have uh, pacemakers, people that have heart disease or, or sensitive hearts, etc. This is a big pulse of radiation. Now, what's interesting, the wavelength of the TSA scanners, I've done a lot of research on this, the wavelength is 10 times higher in energy than your microwave oven. It's 24 gigahertz. Microwave ovens operate at 2.5 gigahertz because that's the frequency of water, uh, exciting water and heating water, all right? But the TSA scanners, I have the data from the manufacturer, 25 gigahertz, 10 times higher than your oven. And so... They will divert pregnant women. They will divert little children 
away from those into just the normal, you know, metal scanners and it's just a lot lower energy, reflects off the metal and it detects that. So why am I going through it? I'm sensitive, so I'm not going through that scanner. So you just watch. Watch what people, how they divert those very sensitive people. And so then I ask, why am I going through it? You know, I get the hat down, wait, I don't like it. I'm a, I'm a survivor of sexual assault from many, many, many years ago when I was a teenager. And, you know, I hate having people I don't know put their hands between my legs. And I'm just going to be real blunt about it. I don't like it. And I don't know any sexual assault survivor who does. And it is, it is just very uncomfortable, but it's less uncomfortable than going through the radiation. Well, it's very intrusive for anyone, quite frankly, and it's it's a just disgusting. It's like living in Nazi Germany in real time. You know, you're told where you can go, what you can do, where you can go. You know, they have just total, full-spectrum dominance over every daily activity that we do. And now, you know, what concerns me is all these forms of data mining us. We know the NSA allegations. I mean, it's just unbelievable when you step back and take a macro view, isn't it? It is, and the the best thing we have is the truth. And our forefathers knew the power of the truth. The, the truth has its own inherent power. And look, Sheila, how much effort is spent stifling the truth because it is so powerful. So this is our power, is our truth and our intuition about what's good for us. And I, I really do believe that focusing locally on the problems in your area is is the most powerful thing we can do. We decided to do that here in Austin with regard to the smart meters, local, you know, control, local issues, local education. Even with this campaign, I really believe that a city council member has more power than a state legislature or the state legislature or, you know, your your congressman in Washington DC. Your local stuff is very powerful. And I think if we can, if people can stay focused on that, even though it's hard because you just see all these, you know, I hate war. I hate my tax dollars being spent on killing other people in other countries. I morally have a problem with war. That, to me, from a national standpoint, is just the most most egregious and most devastating thing that's happening. But local control is where it's at. And we focus there and we say no. We absolutely say no, this is not acceptable. And if more people did that, this stuff would stop. Well, and you know, all the safety code legislation that I've read through, it is stunning that some of these safety codes in various countries, I mean, there's, there's, they don't even recognize, let alone provide any protection against non-thermal EMR. And health code, you know, you look at, uh, I've actually read documents saying from high-level military and scientists that there's no such thing as safe levels of EMR. You know, the man-made frequencies are harmful to humans, the flora, the fauna, irrespective of power density or signal strength. That's pretty stunning. I know. You know, I have a, I have a friend who has a smart meter on the, on the outside of their house, and he's starting, they're, they're going to be opting out this week. But he noticed that his grass, there was a semicircle of dead grass right underneath his smart meter. And you can see the radius where the grass is just struggling to, to reproduce and grow. It's just basic. You can see it. He has to water it more <laughs> in that location. He never really understood why. And I said, I said oh, look at this. It's, it's the radius of your smart mirror. So we took the little measurement device I have and we measured it. Oh, my gosh, the intensity was huge and within that semicircle. And then outside was a lot less, and it drops off kind of exponentially. And so 
oh yeah, even grass doesn't like it, Sheila. Why am I? Well, you know what's incredible? I saw one time they did an experiment where they put aspartame, they put it down on a sidewalk, they filled um, a little, it was actually an aspartame-filled sucker, one of those little kids eat those little lollipops. Uh So they put Uh the the aspartame lollipop on the sidewalk, and they unleashed a bunch of ants and the ants went all around the lollipop. Oh. In fact, they put little bits of fruit. The ants all went to the fruit, but they avoided the oh. aspartame-laden lollipop like the plague. And isn't it interesting? Grass yeah. dies around. I mean, this is the yeah. incredible part of it is that our bodies picks up these kind of signals. But again, it's just imperative that people understand what's going on. How do people get those devices that you're talking about, Dr. Laura? Well, they're... They're not. They're not cheap. The um, the high frequency analyzer that we use was was about four hundred dollars. We've got it on our website at austinsmartmeters.com, and I don't get any money for it. But we do have links on there for people to go who want to get their own. Here in Austin, if you have listeners here in Austin, I do um, offer to go to anybody's house and help measure and, and help you know show them how to reduce their levels as much as possible. So we're here in Austin area. I'll do it. I'll just come out there for free for people and educate them because it is such a big deal. And then people people find out. Then they tell their friends and they tell their friends. So then it, you know, kind of gets some knowledge out there by mouth. But yeah, on our website you can get uh, there's the link on the website austinsmartmeters.com. And it's good to have it because I tell you what, we take it with us whenever we go places. And but now what's interesting, Sheila, I can tell my body now after several years of dealing with this. I know when my body's in a, in a in a field. I'm actually more sensitive than this than this meter to some extent, and I can tell when I'm in a field. And uh, it's it's ne- I've never been wrong. So let's say you you were out in the sun and you know what a sunburn feels like. Well, you're not going to forget that. And so when you get that same feeling, you're going you're going to it's called pattern recognition. Humans were very smart. Yes, and our brains remember patterns. And so it's just simply pattern recognition of when I get a flash headache, I look around, oh, yeah, you know, there's that router or um, the smart meter was nearby that I didn't even notice because I was just walking through. And, you know, you, you see these patterns in your body and your your headaches and, and all of that, and you go, okay. You start trusting your judgment. You, I just try to, you know, it's like allergies where if you have a gluten intolerance, the best thing you can do is just avoid. It's not a fear. It's just a, a educated choice that you're making of avoiding it. Or if you don't, you can choose not to avoid it. You have the choice of your own free will to what you're exposed to. And in some cases, you can't avoid it. And then, you know, you just you just make those choices yourself. Well, you do, and we can make very good choices. And one of the things I did a few years ago, and in the waning moments, we'll talk a little bit about this, because I phone, I had very bad headaches when Wi-Fi first came out. I think I was very oh. sensitive to it, and yeah. I had a lot of the numbness. And I remember contacting Dr. Colbert. I uh, was a New York Times best-selling author of People Don't Know, Don Colbert. They can look that up. He recommended me taking Max this product, and it was yeah. the Celgevity and the Infuse, and I started looking into glutathione, because one of the things that he, he had a report on, that people that were being bathed in all this stuff could get on a product that actually wasn't just for that, but it was for glutathione, you know, went to pubmed.com, which is a medical publication site, and there were 
50 times more articles on glutathione than there was even in vitamin C, and there are thousands of articles. So I started really researching glutathione, and so I started checking how I could get glutathione because it doesn't bypass the GI tract. So I thought, well, how do I get this stuff in my system? You can't just walk in a store and buy glutathione. So what I did was I started researching how I could get it, and I discovered that I could go get $1,700 shots but they only lasted about 48 hours. So I discovered a product about four years ago called Max Celgevity, and I now became a distributor of this product because of the fact that since I started taking that product, not only does it deal with inflammation and toxicity, which is the two major things that cause health effects, but it really protects us from all this stuff we're being bathed in. And it really is kind of like a fountain of youth. I mean, when I got on the product six months later, people said, you look 10 years younger. So that was a little bonus too. (laughs) But you started taking that product. Tell our listeners what you think of it. Oh, it is like a miracle product. It, It really is. And I've been dealing with radiation sensitivities now for years. And it started back in 2012. And so... I have taken a lot of different things, Sheila, and you know that we've talked about this. And taking the Celgevity product was amazing to me. And being a chemist, you know, I've done the research on what type of medical biochemical pathways this thing blocks. And just just big picture, it's the inflammation pathway. And, you know, one thing about this radiation, people who are sensitive to radiation, again, the anemia, the inflammation, the gastrointestinal damage that that occurs the the longevity is just it completely desensitizes me i'm just blown away now also take an iron supplement also because i am prone to anemia but it has it has allowed me to be more resilient to all types of signals i mean i even a year ago i would have a hard time sitting next to someone who's who's operating an ipad i could seriously it, it i would start getting headaches and now I don't even notice it. So it is It is just a absolutely, I, I, I won't go without taking it right now because I am sensitive. I inflame very easily. It's just in my makeup, my genetics. And this is this has given me, and through the campaign, oh my gosh, I can't tell you. I mean, my opponent was a 25-year-old uh guy from you know lived in Austin only a couple of years and I'm so half your twice, age <laughs> twice his age twice his age and and I think I was just I just you know outran this kid <laughs> seriously <laughs> it's no joke and people are just like Laura I can't believe you're up at three in the morning oh I would be up till two or three in the morning almost every night and getting up in the morning and going doing interviews for the campaign and 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 it saved my life it really did so it just tunes down the inflammation. It helps the gastrointestinal tract absorb because now they get it's like this this positive feedback loop where it reduces the inflammation, so you can absorb nutrients. Because my my gastrointestinal tract was very swollen, very inflamed, and this calms it down. So now I, it's just this positive feedback loop of of reducing the inflammation, and now I can absorb more of the nutrients of the. I eat a lot of raw foods. I eat a lot of raw spinach, broccoli, red pepper garlic you know i do i do a lot of raw food i eat meat though i'll eat cooked meat but the rest of my diet is basically raw and so now it allows just the incredible absorption of those nutrients from the raw state and it's just it's amazing 
Well, I, it can't, is amazing. I can't brag on it enough. I, I, can't, I can't brag on it enough either. In fact, I have a little link on my website. It says, try Sheila's favorite secret for looking younger and feeling better. Because I'll tell you, honestly, this that product changed my life. And I call it Fountain yeah. of Youth in a Bottle. And I won't go without it. Because, again, the body is being bathed in this stuff. And just so people know, glutathione is something the body already creates. But for yeah. some reason, it tapers off around the age of 30. And we, our bodies and our cells kind of rust, I guess is the best way to put it. But it's amazing. Our bodies have trillions of cells and they're all being inundated with, you know, different kinds of environmental things and they're just being pummeled. Plus with the GMO food, I think everyone, I think this product, every single person should be on it or at least try it because I'll tell you, after 30 days, I was sold. I know. I'm with you. And I think, and I told you this in an email, I think you ought to, you ought to somehow advertise this thing too as helping reduce sensitivities to radiation for wireless radiation. People are sensitive to that and smart meters because there's a, there's a, a lot of people who are. Well, I came across a, yeah, well, they don't realize it. And I came across a document under PubMed that actually said that glutathione is the answer for every single underlying cause of every disease really on the planet because diseases come from two things. Every disease is either inflammation or toxicity. And Celgevity deals with both inflammation and toxicity. And there's nothing... There is, it is a product, in fact, it's in a league of its own. There's, I've been on, you know, I've been on the, all the stuff on everybody's websites and Alex Jones has all this great product and I've been on it all, but nothing ever actually made a physical difference until I got on the Celgevity. Yeah, and me too. And I tried every natural remedy, different companies, et cetera. And, and I'm just like this little canary in the mine shaft, big time. And this is the only thing I've seen, Sheila, that's helped me. And I've tried a lot of different things. So, And being a chemist, I mean, I tried a lot. <laughs> yeah. and, well, I'm not a this, chemist, but I stuff, just know what works. <laughs> and that's right. And, and and this stuff works. There's a there's a reason it works. And, you know, and it does. So it's just, it's a godsend. It really is. Well, kudos, Dr. Laura, for all your activism and your tireless work and the fact that, I mean, you've just been so involved just tirelessly working for the people and of course that's really what it's all about i mean there are some of us that are out there waging war on corruption the bottom line is we are doing our best to wake people up and the truth really needs to be heard and that's one great thing about the i call it the independent media not the alternative media because the mainstream news media they won't touch this stuff with a 10-foot pole and they're always feeding people a steady diet of propaganda and i think it's really important get behind dr laura presley folks again her website give out your website that people can get behind your campaign dr laura yes it's presley for austin.com and it's spelled p as in paul r-e-s-s-l-e-y-f-o-r-a-u-s-t-i-n.com and we're taking donations to work on this election contest and hold you know, this is going to have implications across the country, we think, because there are some issues here that we have found that are going to be able, people are going to be able to use it in other parts of the country. So it's a big deal. It is a big deal. And folks, quit being armchair patriots. If you're not <laughs> out in the front lines doing this stuff yourself, then get behind somebody who is, and I can't recommend you supporting her enough. And folks, go to weekendvigilante.com and you can click on her two websites are linked there under her bio. Dr. Laura, thank you so much for your time, and thank you for coming on the program today. 
Oh, I love you so much, Sheila. Thank you so much for everything you do and just bless you for everything that Thank you do. Thank you, Dr. Laura. Well, folks, that was Dr. Laura Presley. Again, her information is all linked there at weekendvigilante.com. Folks, thank you for tuning in today. Tune in every day from 6 to 7 p.m. Eastern Time right here on WWCR. Good night and God bless. The Sheila Zielinski Show is sponsored by SteveQuayle.com, offering a wide variety of products, links, headlines, and information for the end times. Order Steve's new book, Little Creatures, by visiting stevequail.com. Dare to discover, learn, prepare, and be amazed. I've actually improved my football. I've become a better father. I had the day of my life. I set a total of five world records. I've just seen fantastic benefits from using longevity. All athletes think about how fast I'm going to recover. The max, it works. It just gave me such a power increase. I've had amazing results in improved performance and recovery. Max products are exactly what you're looking for. Only supplement type product that we endorse at all. And uh, I was introduced to the product and just found it amazing. When you get on this product, you feel like a kid again. I won two world championships, one in the senior and one in the super senior, and I did it in one night. But when you don't feel certain pains and you have more fluidity and and you're more limber, you feel great. Mm. And you feel like, man, I can make the swing that I always used to make. I was 49 years old. Ain't supposed to happen. I'd like to provide players or ex-players with some relief. And I've seen some dramatic differences in my workouts. And for a while, I've had had two back operations. And so I'm really careful about what I do. But I'm finding I can do more. I don't hurt as much. Whoever gets tired first loses. I'm up there climbing the slide. I'm Mm -hmm. pushing him on the swing. I'm running around the park. I'm chasing (laughs) him all over the place. Uh And because I have so much energy. This is a category. This is a standalone. This is not an improvement on something. This is not a better creatine or a better protein or a better ibuprofen or whatever. It's not. It's a different category. Went through 17, I think it was, of the papers that were written about ribocene in particular. And it was extremely impressive. The mouse survival when exposed to radiation, which was like 135% increase in survival, uh, with what should have been lethal radiation. And about, oh, three weeks after I started taking it, I woke up one morning and I just said to my wife, I said, you know, I feel different. My advice to them would be, go and do your research and make your decision. What would it mean to you if you could have more energy, less joint and muscle discomfort, faster recovery from exercise, better sleep, sharper mental focus, a stronger immune system, Less inflammation, a slower aging process, and a higher quality of life. Your body makes its own miracle molecule that can give you all of the above and more. It just couldn't make enough of it until now. Max International introduces a groundbreaking nutritional supplement called Celgevity that offers unsurpassed glutathione production. Glutathione is one of the most vital antioxidants in the entire human body. These miracle capsules can turn back the clock, helping you feel and look much younger. Sheila Zielinski takes Celgevity, and it is one of the most powerful anti-aging, anti-inflammatory supplements that she has ever experienced. And Dr. Don Colbert, New York Times best-selling author of Toxic Relief, agrees with her. And the best part? It's Chuck Norris approved. He says they are life-changing. Take a listen. Hi, I'm Chuck Norris. 
Do you believe this lie? That this is as good as it's going to get? That you're never going to feel better than you feel right now? Well, don't believe that. No matter what your life is like right now, I'm telling you, your life can get a lot better. The company is Max International. Their patented breakthrough nutritional products are truly life-changing. Taking this supplement just might make a new you. Visit WeekendVigilante.com.